And we're going to talk some North Carolina football. Their win total, 7.5 right now over at BetMGM. And for Carolina, man, uh, they're going to have to replace Sam Howell. Last season, there was a game he missed, and they started Jacoby Criswell, who's got a big, strong arm. But it actually looks like their redshirt freshman, Drake May, is actually going to take the majority of the snaps this season. Uh, at least in the spring game, he was the starter. He was the Gatorade Player of the Year in North Carolina, six foot five. Chriswell probably has the stronger arm. Neither of those guys are Sam Howell. They have a lot to rebuild on. I mean, you look at the running back room again; not a whole lot of experience there. I do like their wide receivers, though. The problem is you have a guy like Josh Downs Jr. who comes back. He's an NFL wide receiver, and you got to worry about who's getting him the football. One of the best receivers in the entire country, uh, not just the ACC. They're going to have to find ways to get him the ball, man. Last year, caught 101 passes, eight touchdowns. They also bring back Anton Green. He's back. He had 31 receptions last year, five touchdowns. But what I like about him, a 19.7-yard average per catch. So he's going to take the top off defenses. He could be the deep threat. Uh, Offensive line, they only bring back two starters, but they do have a combined 104 career starts. They also have a new offensive line coach over there, Jack Bicknell, who worked in the NFL for seven years. Their playmakers, I think, are going to be better this season. But the problem, the reason I'm not going to go over, even though I do think this team is capable of winning eight games, maybe seven. If it's seven flat, maybe I would jump on that. But the question is, you know, replacing Sam Howell, obviously. They still, I still think they score over 28 points per game offensively with all those playmakers. But I just don't know if I trust them enough. What do you think about them on the offensive side of the ball, man? Yeah, well, on offense, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. And obviously, it's all about who replaces Hal at quarterback and how productive they were. North Carolina overs last season were some of my favorite bets. Yeah. The defense was atrocious, and the offense was great. Like you said, Downs is a stud, one of the best receivers in the country. He actually set North Carolina records for catches and receiving yards last season. That's how good he was last year. You talked about Antoine Green. It's really those two guys, and then they're still looking for the third guy. Mac Brown's offense, though, is so receiver-friendly, yeah. and he recruits so well at the skill positions. I think they'll be fine. The tight end position is what's intriguing. They have two really good guys that could play a factor. They have a 6'6 kid, Bryson Nesbitt, and they have Kamari Morales, who could be factors. And then... At running back, I was reading, they could go like six deep, essentially. They got a bunch they, of freshmen, too, don't they? Bunch of stud yeah. freshmen, young guys. They obviously won't play that many running backs. They'll go like two or three. But there's a competition there between who will start at running back. So there's a lot of question marks with UNC. They got a lot of talent, but they got to try and make it work. And really, job number one will be to get Josh Downs the football. Yeah, just get him the right. football. Get just him find the, ways it. to get him the football, whether it's Chriswell. Whether, I mean, it doesn't matter who the starting quarterback is, whether it's uh, the redshirt freshman, uh, Drake May. I just got to get him the ball. Last year, we overhyped North Carolina. We had him a uh, top 15 team in the nation. And we uh, realized right away week one that we overhyped them oh. a little bit. Are Sam you Howell's a Hal gone. guy? Did you like him? Uh, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I I liked them, so I liked them two years ago. Remember that run game they had when Brown was oh, there? They had man. all those Carter, all those dudes, yeah. and then they both went to the draft. I kind of felt bad for them last year. It was kind of like we were talking about this last night, like with Louisville. Like I felt like it was just really him. They did have experience on the offensive line, but I felt like any game I watched, he was always running for his life, man, taking a bunch of hits. I, I don't know what he's going to be at the next level. I hate to be like, oh, the guy's too small. But every guy that we do that with, like, oh, I don't know, man. I like my quarterbacks to be 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like Kyler Murray. What happens after week eight and he gets a little bit dinged up and they right. keep him in the pocket? He's getting right. the balls batted down at the line of scrimmage. He's too small to make plays. 
And then look at Baker Mayfield. Like, that was the knock on him. He ends up going number one overall. Stefanski did wonders with him year one in that system because everything was based off the play action. And Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were actually healthy. Last year, both of those guys were dinged up, and Baker Mayfield was a disaster. And that's why Deshaun Watson, who may not even play a game this year, is now the starting quarterback and the third-highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, no, that's a good point. My biggest gripe with Hal, especially last season, was he just held on to the ball too long in the pocket. He's such a big kid, and he relied on that, and they ran him double-digit carries in every game last season that he wasn't afraid to take a hit, and he was always constantly looking for the big play. That's why this season, I think North Carolina almost could be better off because whether it's May or Criswell, those guys won't hold on to the ball that long, and it could pay big dividends to guys like Downs when you just get him the ball really quick and just let him do all the work. Exactly. They have Howell listed at six foot one. I'd be shocked if he was five foot eleven. And the guy doesn't eat steak. He goes to steakhouses uh, yeah, and eat chicken that. he eats chicken tenders. So I can't mess with a guy like that, man. Uh defensively last year we hyped him up a little bit. They brought back last year they had ten starters come back and they still gave up four hundred and eighteen yards per game, which I get it is the ACC. They gave up thirty one point one points per game. This year, they still they bring back eight starters. I think they should actually improve a little bit, even though they did bring more guys back. They bring back Miles Murphy to lead the defensive line, which is a solid unit. They bring back all of their linebackers, including Don Chapman. He only played four games last year because of injuries. They also got a Virginia transfer in Noah, uh, Noah Taylor, who had 69 tackles for them last year. I like the linebacking core. The defensive backs, they bring back three starters including my guy Storm Duck, who not only has a what great a name, name oh. but he missed seven games last year, man. I think that if he could stay healthy, yeah. I think he could improve his draft status a little bit. Cameron Kelly also had a big game against Wake Forest last year, had two picks against them. I love Wake Forest this year, by the way, dude, with with, with everybody coming back on the offensive side of the ball. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they could win more than six games, but again, with the unknown at quarterback, they do have a bunch of talent on both sides of the ball, but I would stay away from this win total. I don't want to go under... I'm not playing the over. If it was seven flat, maybe I would do something with the over. I'm I'm staying away. Well, looking at this defense, yeah, the, before we get into the win total, yeah. another big thing they did too was bring back Gene Chizik to run the defense. I loved that hire, bringing him back. He was D.C. a little bit for Larry Fedora. He takes over for Jay Bateman. Like you said, they were so much expectation last year, and they were so bad. Murphy's great. They also bring back Cedric Gray, who was their leading tackler from last season. D-line's good. You're right, though, especially playing in the ACC when you're going up against guys like Sam Hartman and Devin Leary. Your corner's got to be really solid. Van Dyke from Miami is another one, so they got to be good. I always highlight, Ryan, the schedule, like the automatic wins when I'm looking at team totals, Yep. and I give them four wins. The Florida A&M at Georgia State, at Duke, and home against Georgia Tech. Those are the four games where I'm like, you can already lock them in. Those are four wins. The at Appalachian State game week two, man, I mean, an in-state North Carolina showdown. Yeah. You know any time that these smaller schools, the Sun Belt schools, get the crack at a big team like UNC, they're going to be fired up. That'll be fun. Notre Dame will be a good one. The home game against Virginia Tech, they should win. But, you know, Virginia Tech every year, I feel like they go on the road and up upset somebody, win a game they're not supposed to. Then they're at Miami, at Virginia. They never play well in Charlottesville. You talked about Wake Forest. That'll be tough. Yeah. And then they end the season with NC State. They also get Pitt in there. Keaton Slovis comes over for the Panthers. There's just a lot of toss-up games for UNC. And with the team that was so disappointing last year, I just I can't trust them. Outside of those four games, Ryan, maybe they win like two or three. I'm with you, though. That that hook, the seven and a half, is, is the key. I can see seven wins. 
eight wins, though, they need a lot of things to fall their way. And I just, I don't see it getting there. Yeah, exactly, man. So I was looking at the schedule, right? You said week one, Florida and I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for Florida and because my uncle was the head basketball coach oh, there for nice. a couple of years. Took him to the Look NCAA tournament. I went. I'll never forget because they were the 16 seed. Uh, and they drew Kentucky. And they were actually only down like 35-33 at the half. And I was like, this is fun. They're going to be competitive. Second Lost half. Oh, they yeah, got they right. got absolutely clobbered. Kentucky got mad. Yeah, yeah. My, my uncle would get ejected from like every other game too, and his tie would imme- immediately just be ripped off. So I'll always have a soft spot. But their football team. I mean, this is their first meeting ever, so we have nothing to base this off. But Carolina is going to win that game. App State. I'm glad that you brought that up. That's a trap game, man, because oh, yeah. they are just. And that's the thing. So Carolina. Here's why I would never do anything with this win total. Last year we overhyped them. They can't win games on the road. So okay, Florida and M is a dub. We'll give them that one. We might as well just label these out. So there, there you go, one and zero. There's one and absolutely no way they lose the Florida A and M. Right. App State Week Two. They're just four and seven straight up in road openers since 2011. They just can't win on the road. Mm. I, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna label that a question mark. I'm just gonna go with a loss. Sure. Just for uh, trend's sake. Four and seven straight up in road openers. That goes all the way back to 2011. That includes last year yeah, when Virginia they brought back Tech. Sam Howell. Yeah, they lost to them. Then they got Georgia State. This they went 0 and 5 last year straight up in true road games, not neutral site games. 0 and 5 straight up in true road games, and that was with Sam Howell at quarterback. So how are you asking? How are you going to tell me that I have to trust uh, a redshirt freshman to win seven and a half, eight games in the ACC, which is going to be much improved this year? Like Clemson's officially back, man. They're going to win 10, 11 games, yeah. even if DJ isn't in the answer at quarterback. I actually like their backup better. Their defensive line is going to be crazy. North Carolina State's going to be awesome, especially with that secondary and their linebackers, probably the best core in the ACC. I like Miami, and I never do this. I never overhype Miami. Every year I say we're overblowing Miami. They're going to be the same team that they've been for the last decade. Now Mario takes over, though. I like the the offensive line, man. I like him going back home, and I love Van Dyke. I mean, look what he did last year. The, The first four starts, you know, he was trying to figure some things out, and then everything after that, he was lights out. Uh, week three, they got Georgia State. Like I said, 0-5 in true road games last year. They should beat Georgia State. That'd probably put them like 2-1. and one. Then they get the bye week. They get Notre Dame. It's going to be a rebuild for Notre Dame, but I still think Notre Dame could be an 8-9 win team. I agree. They're still beating Carolina. And yes. as a Notre Dame fan, if we lose to North Carolina, it's going to be a rough week for me. Uh, Virginia Tech, they've lost five of their last six against, like you said. Miami, they're at Miami. The underdog, though, weirdly in that spot, 13-5 and five against the spread in that series with eight outright wins. So if Carolina's a big enough dog and we get a crazy, crazy price, maybe I'll follow that trend. Uh, they're at Duke. We previewed Duke last night. Their season win total is three. I'll be shocked if they hit that. Then there's another bye week. They play, they play back-to-back road games for the first time in school history. So that's the other reason I'm not jumping on them. Uh, they get Pitt. Carolina's actually won all six meetings against them at home. They play at Virginia. They never really play well there. Never. They play at Wake Forest. And then it's Georgia Tech, who's going to be awful. Maybe the worst team in that conference this year. Uh, their win total is still sitting there at three and a half. And then North Carolina State. And I don't think they're going to beat North Carolina State, but I'm hoping to get more than three touchdowns with Carolina at that point. Like maybe they're just a true disaster because they've covered in the last five meetings for some reason against NC State. And I can tell you that because I bet uh, the Wolfpack in three of them, unfortunately.